got it. You guys, it's the Connection Podcast. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Connection Podcast, where in just under an hour we are going to dive into the Bible and come full circle with God and His Word. Word. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us. That's it. Bye. Ah, nah. uh, interesting topic we have going on today, and we're going to get into this pretty quickly, just because there's a lot of scripture that we're going to throw at you guys um, and read, and just a lot. It's kind of a very interesting story in the Bible that a lot of people know of, but they don't know the ending details of everything that happened because of this story. So, uh, but first of all, we have some announcements to make. Martin Mayo is in the room with us. Martin! He says he's he's just going to listen, but we'll see. Introduce yourself real quick. Just say hello again. How's it going, guys? Everyone. Uh, everyone, y'all. y'all what? Uh, oh, sorry. Um, no, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, my name is Martin. Dang, I'm sorry, dude. Wait, I think it's like Mayo underscore Martin. It's a number. So I can't remember which number, but it's okay. Don't try. Funny business. Is that a real thing? I just didn't want to. No, so y'all, if you guys listened to uh, the last season of the podcast, and you'll remember a stunning revelation that Martin gave us about Jesus growing yes. up and then being like. That was him. Being a Jewish boy and getting, you know, rejected. Re- rejected by the teachers, the Pharisees and stuff, and becoming a carpenter. The high priest. What was that episode called? Was that Jesus farted too? I think so. It might have been. Go back, just go back and listen to all the podcast episodes. That way you don't miss that one because it, it will blow your mind from oh, what he it was said. A fire, it was bro. amazing. He literally left. Yeah, maybe we're not qualified to do this. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Quali- it was, we're not qualified to do, to do this. Go back and listen to that one because yeah. it's amazing. And so it, thank he you left for, us so speechless. Like, seriously. I remember Matt, uh, Matt was there too. And then we all, three of us just looked at each other. We're like, are we, we're done, right? You're like, just like, what, what do we say? Cut it <laughs> off. Like, um, also, I know the first episode you guys heard Oscar, um, be with us. He is part of the podcast. He's, you're going to see his face. You should have seen his face by now in the first episode that was uploaded and everything and the little image and everything. But, um, it's his birthday tomorrow, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out, Oski. Shout out. Shout out. So happy birthday, Oscar, if you're listening, bro. Shout out, shout out, shout out. We love you, man. Happy birthday. He's, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's going to watch Kanye tonight. Yeah, he's going to watch, he's going to that Awaken. Kanye's at it. And Kanye's going to be riding in a horse, wearing all white. <laughs> bro, I man, swear. <laughs> For real. Put that, man, put that man on a donkey. Nah, that's Jesus. Only Jesus. But not no more. Jesus returning on a fiery stallion. <laughs> 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 we'll talk about that in our team. No, so um, let's get into this because let's I jump. don't. Yeah, because I don't know. I don't even know. At this point, we don't know what the title of this is going to be. It's kind of a leadership um, talk, I guess you could say. Uh, just We'll just get into it so you all can understand. So we're going to be in Exodus chapter 32, the whole chapter. Um, I'm just trying to think how do we want to read this because it's a lot I'm going to read it and we're just going to stop and kind of break it up a little bit and kind of just like let everyone know what's going on here and like some key like little points to take away from verses because there's a lot in here and I think it all kind of has to do with like easy was saying like leadership earlier so Exodus 32 here we go when the people saw that Moses was so long and coming down from the mountain They gathered around Aaron and said, Come, make us gods who will go before us. As for this fellow Moses who brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what's happened to him. 
So let's stop right there. Verse one, <laughs> right? The people are, Moses has gone up to meet with God to get uh, the commandments, to get this covenant that God is making with Moses. And the people are like, oh, dang, he's probably dead or something. So let's just, um, let's make some, make our own gods, right? So this, um, what I want to say on this is that the inability to wait and impatience leads to selfish desires and actions. Right? We stop depending on God and we start trying to take things into our own hands and that never <coughs> works. Yeah. All right? All right, verse 2. Aaron answered them, Take off the gold earrings that your wives, your sons, and your daughters are wearing and bring them to me. Okay, let's stop here real quick. Definitely. <laughs> because when the, when the Israelites came out of Egypt, they, uh, they plundered the Egyptians. Right? God said, Take... All this stuff from the Egyptians because you're gonna need it, right? Come out dripping, right? Come through dripping, yeah. Stephen, yeah. shout out Stephen Verdick. <laughs> yeah. Came through dripping. Martin's Martin's guy, um, right? So God has told the uh, Israel Israelites to take all this gold and all this plunder from the Egyptians because this is actually going to be used in the future for building God's tabernacle. So now they're using what God has given them to create their own gods mm. rather than building God's house. Mm-mm. So what God gives you to build his kingdom can easily become what you use to build up yourself, right? God gives you a blessing and you say, oh, dang, like, look at me, like, I did that. Or this was for my own purpose when actually it's for something else, something for a larger purpose. Okay. Yeah. I think. Go for it. Also, um, I, I think I heard you say something earlier, something interesting where you said the calf was like an Egyptian god, one of the Egyptian yeah. gods. Yeah. What I also what I got from that from reading that, you know, what the whole gold it was it was like basically like blessings perks from God from mm-hmm. taking it to build his kingdom, right? Yeah. Um but not only did they build it's not only something that they're trying to build themselves up, but they were building essentially something that was enslaving them. Right. So it's like when I when I when I like try to think of something like that, it's like when Okay, let's say we're called to be pastors, some of us in here, some of us worship leaders, you know, whatever. But like like from I'll just put myself in this, like if God starts blessing me, I've I've dealt with lust. That's something that has been like a a, a Mm. thing with me, you know. So let's say like let's say like God has blessed me and stuff and like and he blessed me to bless other people to build his church, to build his kingdom. But then I start using that money to like start being shady and going into hotel rooms with girls and like flaunting right. around girls and stuff right. like that was something that would enslaved me you know and like in the future heading into the future and like getting his blessings and like building the stuff that enslaved me like it's kind of like it's just stupid right. and like that's how i related so i just when you said that it just made a lot of sense when i read that part and that's why it's 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 really good to slow down and read our Bibles because we could just easily like, I like the way you just slow down right there. We could easily, oh yeah, earrings, whatever they give it to Aaron. But it's like, you need to know the context behind all that stuff. Anyways, I'm talking too much. My bad. No, you're good. I'm Honestly, I'm going to be talking a lot in this too because I'm going to read a lot of scripture and a lot of these kind of things. So I apologize in advance, but I'm going to read all this, say a few things and let you guys just go off of it. So be prepared. Prepared. All right. Back to verse 3. So all the people took off their earrings and brought them to Aaron. He took what they... Okay. (laughs) Leadership 101. When people give you things, you have to steward and be responsible over what they give you. All right? Like Mm -hmm. for any leader, whether you're you're handling money, you're handling finances, you're handling 
talents and skills, all these things. You have to be a good steward over this, right? So Aaron took what they handed him and made it into an idol cast in the shape of a calf, which is what you were talking about, Matt, fashioning it with a tool. Then they said, these are your gods, Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. Okay. So now Aaron is now reminding them of their past. Aaron is saying like, these are your gods, right? Remember you had these gods in Egypt. They brought you up out of Egypt. So now he's reminding them of what they used to be in. And a good leader should never remind someone of their past mistakes. And a good leader should never, you know, remind someone of the sin that they've committed or, or where they used to be. Yeah. Right. Because we have grace now. And, and even with the woman caught in adultery, I was just listening to a sermon today about where this illustration, but, um, the Pharisees bring the woman caught in adultery to Jesus and say, look, we caught her. And Jesus acknowledges and he says, yep, you caught her. You're right. And then, Woo-hoo, congratulations. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or even, and so, but Jesus never in that moment reminds her of all the past things she's done and condemns her or anything like that. And yeah. reminds her of the, the bad things she did. Or even the woman at the well, right? He doesn't, he's like, yeah, I know you've had five husbands. But he doesn't take them back to that place and make those things start to become their God and say, okay, but, you know, that's made you who you are today and that helped deliver you. And, that, and just, anyways. Moving forward. A good leader doesn't remind people of their past mistakes. A good leader reminds them of who they are right now and where they're going in the future. Verse 5. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar in front of the calf and announced, tomorrow there will be a festival to the Lord. So the next day the people rose early and sacrificed burnt offerings and presented fellowship offerings. Afterward, they sat down to eat and drink and got up to indulge in revelry. They're just partying and going crazy. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go down because your people whom you brought up out of Egypt have become corrupt. They have been quick to turn away from what I commanded them and have made themselves an idol cast in the shape of a calf. Mm. They have bowed down to it and sacrificed to it and have said, These are your gods, Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. I have seen these people, the Lord said to Moses, and they are a stiff-necked people. Now leave me alone so that my anger may burn against them and that I may destroy them. Destroy them. Then I will make you into a great nation. He's speaking to Moses. Verse 11, but Moses sought the favor of the Lord his God. Lord, he said, why should your anger burn against your people whom you brought out of Egypt with great power and a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians say it was with evil intent that God brought them out to kill them in the mountains and wipe them off the face of the earth? Turn from your fierce anger. Relent and do not bring disaster on your people. Remember your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, to whom you swore it by your own self. I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky, and I will give your descendants all this land I promised them, and it will be their inheritance forever. Then the Lord relented and did not bring on his own people the disaster he had threatened. So Moses turned and went down the mountain with the two tablets of the covenant law in his hands. They were inscribed on both sides, front and back. The tablets were the work of God. The writing was the writing of God engraved on the tablets. And when Joshua heard the noise of the people shouting, he said to Moses, there is a sound of war in the camp. Moses replied, it is not the sound of victory. It is not the sound of defeat. It's the sound of singing or it's the sound of celebration that I hear. Right? Because victory doesn't always sound like celebration. Yeah. Victory can often sound like mourning sometimes, depending on the context. Continuing on, verse 19. When Moses approached the camp and saw the calf and the dancing, his anger burned, and he threw the tablets out of his hands, breaking them to pieces at the foot of the mountain. I think this is really symbolic here 
Because keep in mind, like God has just given Moses and the Israelites the Ten Commandments, right? The covenant law that he has established with them. And so for Moses to throw this down, because remember what the first commandment is. Somebody help me out. What is it? Thou shalt not have other gods. Say it again, easy. Thou shalt not have other gods. Right. And so while God is telling them to not do this, the first commandment, they're breaking it in the middle of it. Right? Like Mm -hmm. Moses comes down, like they have broken the first commandment that God has given them. Like they couldn't even even keep the first one. Yeah. And so by Moses throwing these on the ground and shattering them, because remember what Jesus said, if you've broken one, you're guilty of all sin. And so it's like this symbolic moment of them breaking the entire covenant that God had just made with them, right? Yeah. All right, verse 20. We're almost there, guys. Stay with us. And he took the calf the people had made, and Moses took the calf the people had made and burned it in the fire. And this is just straight gangster. Then he ground it to powder, scattered it on the water, and made the Israelites drink it. So they're drinking gold water now. He said to Aaron, what did these people do to you that you led them into such great sin? Don't be angry, my lord, Aaron answered. You know how prone these people are to evil. They said to me, make us gods who will go before us. As for this fellow Moses who brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. So I told them, whoever has any gold jewelry, take it off. Then they gave me the gold and I threw it in the fire and out came this calf. Just poof, magic. Moses saw that the people were, were running wild and that Aaron had let, let them get out of control and so become a laughingstock to their enemies. So he stood at the entrance of the camp and said, Whoever is for the Lord, come to me. And all the Levites rallied to him. Verse 27. Then he said to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Each man strap a sword to his side, go back and forth through the camp from one end to the other, each killing his brother and friend and neighbor. Levites did as Moses commanded, and that day about 3,000 of the people died. Then Moses said, You have been set apart to the Lord today, for you were against your own sons and brothers. And he has blessed you this day. The next day, Moses said to his people, You have committed a great sin, but now I will go up to the Lord. Perhaps I can make atonement for your sin. So Moses went back to the Lord and said, Oh, what a great sin these people have committed. They have made themselves gods of gold. But now please forgive their sin. But if not, then blot me out of the book you have written. The Lord replied to Moses, Whoever has sinned against me, I will blot out of my book. Now go, lead the people to the place I spoke of, and my angel will go before you. However, when the time comes for me to punish, I will punish them for their sin. And the Lord struck the people with a plague because of what they did with the calf Aaron made. Mm. Whew. That was a lot. That was a lot of Bible, a big story. So a lot of people may have heard of the story of the golden calf and how the Israelites made that. Um, But really these three things that happened as a consequence of that, right? Mm -hmm. Moses making the Israelites drink the gold water. And then uh, Moses telling the Levites, go through the camp and kill, you know, um, your brother, a friend, and a neighbor. And then lastly, God sending the the plague on these people. So kind of like a trifecta of, like, disaster on the Israelites for making a gold calf. Mm -hmm. Which I think shows the seriousness of how God is about, you know, like, don't make any false idols before me. Yeah. Especially physical ones in this case, right? <sighs> All right, I'm going to stop talking. And Easy Martin, Matt's in the banyo right now. He'll come back. But um, I'm going to let you guys dive in. What does all this mean to you guys? What do you think? There you go. Oh, you go Martin? Or Martin, if you want to sneak over here. 
probably easier. Good next to Noah. Just an, just an idea popped in my mind. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. He said he it's had not, an idea pop in his mind. There's nothing fancy or nothing like crazy or anything. But I just thought like... um, Ooh, sorry. Oh, okay. So I was thinking like well, after reading this whole like um, chapter and everything, like obviously this is in the bible for a certain reason and it's cool that we're diving into it because i do really feel like god is really wanting to speak to something or he wants to speak to us about something with this but one thing that i got from it was basically since we're like looking on like the leadership role and i, and I do believe that this is like solely speaking about like what's a good majority of it speaking about leadership um i was thinking that the two the two major people and like what they talk about is aaron and moses right Mm-hmm. So obviously Moses was up in the mountain doing the writing the Ten Commandments, and Aaron was you know with the people. So the thought that came into my mind was, what kind of leader are you? Are you Aaron or are you Moses? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the times I feel like you don't have to necessarily have a role like uh I can say quote unquote like a title role of like oh you're you're a crew manager or your office manager. You're a leader with with the people around you, yeah. your brothers, your sisters, your parents. And a lot of the times I feel like just because we're going through life, we can be a lot of, a lot of the times a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to dog on Aaron or anything, but essentially that's what happened. He came to a point where everything was piling on, where everyth- all the pressures were coming in. And he thought about pleasing the people rather than what he thought God should do or what he, like God would want them to do. So like I was like thinking like you, know, you can think to yourself this to like wherever you are listen listen to this like you know what kind of because you people like even in this room we impact one another like we're leaders and you know you have to think about okay am I willing to really please other people like Aaron did because then yeah you can at the moment it can be satisfying but then it leads up to like consequence after consequence mm-hmm. or you have to you have the leadership role of Moses who needs to like be direct and sometimes that can be tough but like i just feel like it's important because with any like leader like there's there's specifically in the role for that for a specific reason like um like quarterbacks like when like at the root like the like the root cause of if the, the game's on the line everything the guys are around they're listening to that one guy because he is there on like for a specific purpose because he's going to direct them mm-hmm. and i was just thinking about like sheep too like you know how it says like the lord is our shepherd like we're the sheep mm-hmm. um like i remember hearing from my pastor too like when sheep are in the flock it doesn't matter how many sheep are around um but like there can be thousands and thousands like other sheeps all together but if one like once the sheep hear that shepherd that shepherd could be like a couple of feet away or yeah. so once they hear that shepherd's voice regardless of what's around them they will like any of you like i remember like our pastor was telling me like it's actually shown like scientifically that the sheep will literally stop what they're doing and go directly towards that shepherd, regardless mm-hmm. of what's around them. And I feel like a lot of the times that's how we are as leaders. Like where, you know, we obviously it's God putting us in that position, but we also have the ability to the people that are looking at us when we're not, it's like the thing that you always hear. There's always people looking at you, like seeing the way you live, the way you like, while like you, if you know, like you, Izzy and Matt, just like us living, there's people who are watching, there's people are listening to us and they're willing to say, Hey, like, I'm willing to like listen to that guy or listen to that girl and follow them. So it's important that we are doing what God's calling us to do in the, in the leadership role because we're directing the sheep, you know, mm. in a sense. Yeah. What you got on that? 
Man, there's a lot. Um, I I think I could relate to Aaron now. Right, um, probably still right now in some in some in some things, but at a very like uh early stage of my walk with Christ, like um, because if you notice, there's a part where it said Aaron built the calf for them. They got hyped, so Aaron saw that they got hyped. So and then he got hyped and he built an altar. <laughs> so it's kind of like what I remember back then is like knowing back then sometimes that. Uh, I would struggle with drinking too and like knowing like sometimes some of the people around me wanted to drink and like I'll be like nah but you know what and then like they'll influence me to get in and I'm like all right I'll just be like the guy the guy who's just looking at everything just being cool or whatever and then I don't know they'll hype me up and then like I hype them up to take a shot and then like it's just stupid stupidity you know like not saying if you drink, you're stupid. I'm just saying, like, it, it could lead to stupid things and hype moments. And I'm just talking about my life. But um, but I think I also noticed another third leader there. And I noticed it because when I was reading it, I'm reading the book of Joshua right now. Mm. And I've noticed that it very briefly says, oh, and Joshua says to Moses, um, the people sound like they're, they're on war. Yeah. Meaning that Joshua was close to Moses. So... Aaron was down there with the people, but it, 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 it showed that, that when Moses would go to the presence of the Lord, Joshua would go with him. And like, so it's like, if you really want to be a leader, stick close to those people who know how to consistently be close to the presence of the Lord yeah. and that take you to that presence. And because, and then like, there's, you could like be in the other, like, like you said, like sheep are going to be sheep. We're, we're dumb people, you know, and we act like sheep. Sheep are just it, like they're not very smart creatures but they listen to the voice of the lord so it's like so it's like aaron obviously wasn't a good pastor he was just another sheep <laughs> like but that's the thing joshua probably would have at that moment not been a good pastor either but it's the process of him like going up and down with with moses and staying close to moses and 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 like learning the leadership with moses and like learning okay like this guy consistently goes to god's presence like we're like in the next again i'm getting ahead of myself but like where the next book you see joshua just lead lead the the israelites to to the promised land and right. stuff um and it just shows like young leaders don't make the mistake i did you know, if you're struggling with something, don't hang out with the sheep. Hang out with your main pastor, your mentor, whoever's mentoring you. Learn from them and don't like, I was just out there with the sheep doing sheep stuff. And I've learned from it. I thank God for it, I guess, in a sense that I went through it because I learned from it. it made, I got knowledge and nothing goes to waste when God could use it. But um, yeah, don't, don't act like sheep. Act like the pastor. Act like, be, be Joshua in all this. And, and stay close to your mentors and leaders and, and God's presence is the key thing in this, in this whole thing. <clears throat> so it's, I definitely love the approach of it being um, like a leadership thing. And I know I kind of brought that up too in the beginning, but honestly, the, what I get out of it the most is whatever God delivered you from don't idolize it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't like create uh like a physical or a something to hold on to from it. Mm-hmm. That's why we have testimonies and not like trinkets. You know, cuz 
that's that's what I'm getting out of it. It's like, okay, Lord, you you brought all these people out of of Israel, right? And when they were coming out, they were bringing gold with them. They were bringing earrings, jewelry, whatever it was, and like they were so eager to give their riches that God blessed them with on their way out to like create a calf that wasn't God. And it's, it's so funny. Cause like, it just reminds me of like my personal journey of like, um, you know, coming out of, you know, uh, really like when I used to really struggle with lust and pornography to like, you know, not create a, um, what's the word for it? Like, a like, a like, oh, I did this on my own, you know, mm-hmm. or like, oh, I did this because, you know, God has, you know, has not only had favor over me, but he loves me more than anybody else, yeah. you know, or like with my whole partying lifestyle that I had too back, back in the day, like I don't associate like a gold bottle of like Corona, like in my room to like commemorate that <laughs> moment in my life. And right. that's what those people of the Israel are, in my opinion, are doing. They're like, they're like commemorating a time that like is not really that great. But it's so funny that they're like, I don't want to be there, Lord. Like, take yeah. us out of slavery. But I want something to remind me of it. Yeah, It's so weird how, like, we think as people, you know, when we go through stuff, like, you know, when we go to a trip and we've experienced something on the mountain that's super, like, amazing. It's called, you know, you know when, Christ, when you go to Christian camps or things like that, it's called the mountain high. And you, like, come down and you're, like, so on fire for God. But then, like, a month later, you're like, eh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You yeah. know why we when we come down from the mountain high, we don't come down with a golden calf, air quotes. We don't come down with something like physical. It's all spiritual. Yeah. Cause there's a reason for that. And I think God in a low-key way, in my opinion, is like trying to say to us, like, everything I do for you is gonna be found not only in the physical, but mainly in the spiritual and yeah. from me. Mm-hmm. So like don't be giving praise to like you know, a job that you got. Yeah. Right. Because you got the job. Yeah. Give praise because I gave you the opportunity and it happened. Yeah. You know? Good. So that's just my take on it. It's like the people were trying to uh remember a bad time and create some type of God from it. Mm-hmm. Cause it was comfortable. Because it was comfortable, yeah. It was familiar it was, too. It was yeah. easy, exactly. It was and it was, I mean, again, think about the proximity to of, of when this happened versus they haven't been out of Egypt very long. Yeah. And that's what the struggle becomes is when the enemy comes and he will tempt you with what you've just gotten out of. Yeah. yeah. To and, see, like, are you exactly, really out of it? Exactly. Yeah. And not only that, it could also be a, a thing of like, okay, you, you've been through the valley. Now you're like, you know, walking right. through. And it's like, don't just give all your talents and gifts and throw them into a fire to create some stupid calf. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, those, I, that's what I view the, the, the earrings, the jewelry and stuff as like gifts and talents that God has given the people of right. Israel right. Yeah. while staying in slavery for that long. You learn a few things, you know, you learn how to be a hard worker. You learn how to do this. Mm-hmm. You learn how to do that. You learn how to have faith more in those situations. And it's so weird that like, they're so ready to give it up. And create something physical for themselves, yeah. you know? And that's actually interesting you say that, because why, if you go back to verse 31, it says, So Moses went back to the Lord and said, 
um, oh, what a great sin these people have committed. They have made themselves gods of gold. Mm-hmm. Right? And it, you, when you read that, it sounds like they're saying, oh, they have made for themselves gods of gold. It, it doesn't say for themselves. It says they have made themselves gods of gold. Mm-hmm. They have made themselves, right? Like, that's what they had become at that point. They were worshiping themselves of yeah. what yeah. they had created. Yeah. yeah their passion, their lust, their... Whatever. Right. Yeah. They're fulfilling their, their, their physical desires. Yeah. And again, just that impatience will lead... When you get impatient on God and you want things to happen right away, when... Yeah. I mean, Matt, you just went through this yourself, but like when things... I mean, kind of, but like the point of waiting on God is what you went through yeah. and that he comes through always, Definitely. right? But when you get impatient, you're going to make decisions and actions that are 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 selfish and and greedy and they will lead to more sin yeah. the, the, you know sin on top of sin sin on top of sin on top of to, sin to grace sin on cake. top of grace on top of grace <laughs> on top of grace um yeah man i like that point also i was going through some notes here uh from like some of my leadership notes from school yeah and a point here that i have is um uh to be a strong leader you got to learn how to serve others right and um to be a servant is to build others and what i what what i got when i read that was that's how you know aaron was such a trash leader because he built their desires he didn't build the person and sometimes that could look like this it could look similar yeah because you think by building somebody you it's building their desires but that's, I think a good leader recognizes which one it is, you know? Yeah. I'm not going to go over there and feed your desires and be like, oh, yeah, well, I'm leading the charge, which is why I back then used to relate to Aaron. Because back then I, I would party all the time. And then I would walk in with the 30 pack and stuff trying to be like the life of the party, <laughs> feeding people their desires. And I was a leader still because God placed that, that called upon my life, like all of us here in this life, you know? But I was leading people the wrong way. And I was feeding people their desires and not feeding people what they really need, which was the presence of God and stuff. But God flipped it around. I was, that's a good point that I just thought so, by reading this. Pleasing people is not serving people, mm-hmm. right? It's not the same thing. Pleasing people is not the same thing as serving them. I was just going to say, there's a, you, there's a fine line with this. Yeah, yeah very there's much There's a fine so. line with, so. with what I want to say, but it's, it's so important because that like, you know, I could I could name a few, but I'm not going to. We ain't no name dropping here. But hey, um, you Kanye. know, a no, good Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> a, a really great leader not only builds, but a great leader knows also how to. I don't know how to, what, what the right word is, but like, I guess reconstruct. Mm-hmm. Because like, in order, because people will people build themselves up. Right. Yep. And they build themselves up, and a great leader is gonna say, "Nah, take it down, like demolish it," mm-hmm. because we need to work on that foundation first. So, a, a good way, a leader, kind of in a way, is like a a beautiful, great wrecking ball that just like comes in and just like tears something out. It's like the military. Yeah. You know, like yep. they say, what's that saying that they say in the military? They like, you get there and they. Um, they they break, they break you, you down yeah, and then build you back and up. build you back mm-hmm. up. That's what like in my opinion, that's what a great leader knows how to do. It know they know how to just like say nah, like we understand you come as you are, but like I'm gonna show you how to build the foundation first, and then we can move forward with actually building 
you up, you know? It's yeah. also what's so dangerous, too. Mm-hmm. Because given that responsibility, you can either make the decision that Joshua made in the long run and obey God. <laughs> Matt's getting excited. Like, that's was I don't know what that uh, again? means. Again? <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Just, I can't wait till we have videos for this so everyone can see yeah. what's going on in the room. No, but like, that's, again, that's what's really dangerous about being a leader, especially a leader of people, is that. You know, depending on which way you go, you can either lead people down a path of like for a church, for example, you you can lead people down a path like that leads to God and like righteousness and all that stuff, or you lead people into sin. You lead people into horrible things like Joshua versus um, Aaron in this example, right? Joshua obeyed God, ended up leading the Israelites into the promised land. Aaron obeyed the people, what they wanted. He was trying to please people and ended up committing this great sin. So, I mean, what was I going to say? I, Hitler. Mm-hmm. If you break it down, Hitler was a quote-unquote good leader mm-hmm. because of what he was able to do. Yeah. Again, what he did was horribly wrong and evil, but... The like, leadership that he had, but he, that was, he carried. He technically was a good leader because he was able to persuade people so well, much and, of and, what he was doing. And that's the thing is that like good leaders... Anyone can be a great leader. It's a right. matter of are you leading for good or are you leading yeah. for, for yourself, evil. Yeah. like evil, you know? And so it's crazy that, um, that like Joshua, and I like what Matt said is like, you know, as a leader yourself, if you're a person that's listening and you are a leader of a team or a leader of like something at your church or, you know, even at work and, you know, you know you're a leader, but you're trying to be humble. I, I see you out there, you know. But uh, Martin, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, don't be afraid to to have that alone time with God. Being a leader is not about uh, always being always in front. being up front, or it's not always about being in front of people. Right. A lot of your leading comes from you and God alone. Mm-hmm. You know, it comes from a lot of just being alone with God and learning, you know, hard mistakes on your own with God. And yeah. and that's the time that you want to, cause I mean, look at how, look at Moses, like who knew Moses when he killed the guy, the Egyptian. Right. Right. Like what Israelite knew of Moses when he did that? Pharaoh didn't even know of him. Exactly. And that was his dark room yeah. of him, like making that mistake, getting in, going to the bush, and all that stuff, and like understanding like who God is, and like God saying, like, yeah, I saw that, I know what you did, it wasn't right, but we're, I'm still gonna use you, you know. So don't be afraid to be a leader if you have been Aaron to say, okay, God, I have been Aaron and I have done this. Mm-hmm. How do I be somebody that doesn't fall for pleasing the people? Yeah. And along with that, don't, I mean, but also don't be afraid to make some mistakes as a leader too, because exactly. you're going to, Oh yeah. I mean, Moses messed up time and time again, even yeah. when God was like, I've appointed you to go to Pharaoh and say all these things. And he's like, no, nah, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Have my, have Aaron do it. I can't say that. And then later on, Moses makes a really big mistake at the end of, you know, right at the cusp of God's blessing and God's Poor promise. Guy. <laughs> Moses messed up a lot. Yeah. He really did. And yeah. so he, he, you know, God gives him a command to say to a rock to uh, produce water. And he ends up striking the rock to produce water. And God's like, because you did that, you can't go into the promised land now. Yeah. 
So with all that being said, but keep in mind, God's promise still happened. And again, we say this quite a bit, but it's like God's promise is going to happen. But whether or not you are part of it depends on you, depends on what your obedience to God and and you following his direction. Definitely. So um, with all of this, you know, the I want to go back real quick into these verses um, to kind of we kind of have been talking about this a little bit, but the. The three, the trifecta of disaster, of uh, destruction, I guess you could say, that happened here, right? The first one being that Moses um, ground the calf. He, he melted the calf, burned it, and ground it into a powder, threw it in the water, forced the people to drink it, right? What I think this really means is that it shows that what the people or what they were worshiping became part of them, right? It, it wasn't just on the outside of them worshiping now, now it's like symbolic of it being on the inside of them mm-hmm. being internal. Yeah. Because that's what can quickly happen is that we start to worship things and we don't think we're worshiping things. Right? You I mean like social media, like marriage, your family, your kids, your yep. spouse, yep. uh whatever else like money, of course, a big one, your job can be an yes. a false idol. Yes, it can. Right, so what you're worshiping starts to become on the inside of you, and that's what you will start serving over God. Yeah, right. You'll become, you could say, filled with your own ways. Right, definitely. Be- yeah. Because the Israelites said, "Hey, make us a golden calf. We want, we want this." And so, what you worship can slowly over time become um, something that's on the in, like a part of you, and it will be a constant reminder of you. Be- keep in mind too, be that, oh my Lord, my words are not coming out. <laughs> I keep saying the wrong words. Keep in mind that the water that they were drinking was probably the only water they had. Ugh. It's not like they had another water su- supply because they're traveling through the desert at this time, mm-hmm. going to the promised land. So they're, every time now that they're drinking water, they're constantly reminded of what they did. Yeah. Right? So the point is that like, be careful of the false idols you end up drinking from. Whether, again, it's social media, money, relationships, jobs, clout. Clout's a big term nowadays where it's like, I just want clout. Well, that can become your God. Yeah. Even culture. Culture, be- culture can become yeah. your clout or your, your God. Yeah. Um, you know, as you were explaining all that and just like how he, he made them drink it, I thought of when Jesus was on, on the garden or in the garden. And basically, I think it was that time where I said like he had, a, he had to drink that cup of... Uh, the- Bitter. The bitterness. Yeah, the bitterness. Gold yeah. is bitter. It's metal. Yeah. Metal is super bitter. So, like, I think it's just fun or interesting how, like, Moses mm. made them drink their own cup of bitterness before God struck them dead. Yeah. And, like, Jesus took our cup of bitterness and then he had to die. Yeah. After that. As a replacement. So, it's like, I think that's just, I don't mm. know what that means, or but, like, as soon as you were speaking, like, that kind of that parallel. Yeah. I was like, there's something No, there. for sure. There is definitely a big parallel with, you know, this and like Jesus and how we're supposed to worship him, not over false idols and how yeah. we're not supposed to, how he drank that cup for us. Right. Yeah. That, that was a death we deserved. Yeah. That was, I mean, the Israelites, the death that they received because of their disobedience of wandering through the desert and not obeying God and all of this. I mean, that's a, uh, I really do believe too, Matt, that that's a, a, a parallel that, you know, they drank that cup of bitterness and that Jesus switched with us and yeah. said, I'm going to drink that cup of bitterness for you. So that way you don't have to die in this. Yep. Yeah. Right. I think it's, what do you fill your cup with? Exactly. What do you fill yeah. your cup with? Cause like God was giving them manna. I mean, that's not cup. That's representative of food, obviously. And, or it was but food, it's still but it was still, it tasted good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
the stuff that we desire is bitter. It tastes bad. So it's like, what do you put in your cup? Like, what is it right now in your life that you're putting in your cup that once you start tasting it, it's going to be like, dang, like, I really don't want this. Like I thought I wanted yeah. it, you know, like. What'd you get, Martin? I was just going to say, like, it's just funny how it took them, like, God allowed that process to happen to where they made the gold. Because I, I get what you're saying, because I think that that happens to a lot of the times where God sometimes, like, because we have free will. So God sometimes allows us to finally, like, maybe get that job or get that, like, you know, a relationship or get that thing that we really wanted. And then we finally get it. And then we're like, oh, no, like, it's not what I really, it's not really what I want. But <laughs> I think there's there's power and like there's wisdom in that because. We have to like God sometimes has to let us go through that process yep. to finally make us realize that we didn't really want this at the beginning. And sometimes it might be hard because those guys like they someone could have easily said no, but they they all agreed to, you know, make the calf and that's when Moses made him drink it. And they had to yeah. realize that, oh, this isn't what I really wanted. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Good. One other thing here is it it's said in there, if I'm not mistaken. This is a complete side note. Go for it. That um, we love side notes on this podcast. It's not like it's a side <laughs> note, but it's also like a funny one. Um, it said that something about how the go get all the earrings from the wives, the daughters, and the sons. Oh, yeah, and and the sons. But none of them are the men. Is that what you noticed? Yeah, I know it's none of the men, but it's funny that like all the sons had earrings too. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was funny because I just. Remember at my church where I used to go, they'd be like, "Boys should not have earrings." Yeah, right. I'm like, "The Bible's dead." Boys should not have. It's because they. I think it's because in Egypt it was like that's they would wear that kind of stuff, right. and they came from Egypt. Well, the so men, the men would wear earrings still yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. In Egypt, the emperors and stuff, or the that's what you call them, right? Or pharaohs. The pharaohs. It, yeah. That's a them. really. That's a really. Hold up. Let me go back up here. Does it say that they were wearing it? Yeah. It says yeah. go grab the, yeah. the, the, the earrings so, from the... That's a whole nother point too because yeah, in verse 2 it says take off the gold earrings that your wives, your sons, and your daughters are wearing yeah. and bring them to me. Yeah, I don't remember God ever saying wear it. I remember God saying take it. That's, see, that's the thing. But that's like, the thing it, is I said take off. I'm like what? Well, it's like it doesn't require a lot for you to fall back into a sin. Yeah, It yeah. can take a little thing. You wearing it as a reminder, right? Yeah. You wearing something or you... Uh, just like glancing at something or you thinking about something can lead you so quickly into that snowball effect, that spiral downwards of yeah. going back into that sinful nature of whatever it is that you struggle with. Definitely, you know. That's why. I, that's why I said earlier. Like, what's more powerful than just having a trinket from a situation is a testimony, because yeah. a testimony you're actually explaining how things happen. Yeah, exactly. Why they did. Exactly. Like you could have as many and, and no offense. Like I get it. People have things in their homes that they find that like, for example, Noah has the, the brown uh, thing that's on his wall. Right. You know, but like no one knows that that's not like, oh, this this represents our marriage, you know, like, <laughs> you know, and, and no offense to people who do think that. But like, it's not that it's the testimony of, of, right. of the person that means so much more because that brown thing there it doesn't talk about your guy how you guys met or how you guys came together and how you guys were not together and then how you guys came back right like it doesn't give you that story like testimony is so important that's why i was saying like forget about the calf 
just tell the stories. Yeah. Yeah. Like, good. well, and that's, again, that's how we overcome is by the blood of, blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. I mean, that's not the word of our trinket, you know, yeah. not the stuff we're wearing. We don't over, we don't overcome by showing up every single Sunday and going to church and stuff. No, we overcome by our testimony that we share. Yeah. Because that, again, I will say this to the, the day I'm dead, like you saying your testimony and, and telling someone else will free you in the process of it. Even if you're still like addicted to something or you're still going through something or struggling with whatever X, Y, or Z it is that you're going through. Like when you begin to tell somebody that it will free you from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Cause Jesus covered the grace part. Now we have to cover the obedience and the, the, the testimony part. Mm-hmm. Okay. Real quick through these last couple things about um, the next one that happened after Moses made the Israelites drink the water. Um, Moses tells the Levites, he says, each of you take your swords and go back and forth from one end to the camp to the other. Kill everyone. You know, we got one of these days we got to have a podcast about why God allows uh, um, genocide, why God allows war to happen and all that kind of stuff. That's going to be. I actually gave a sermon kind of something to something similar to my youth. It was called calling uh, killing Kings. Yeah. And how, because I was reading where Joshua was just straight up wiping a bunch yeah, of evil right. kings out and i just Crazy. basically well we'll leave it for another we'll time. we'll talk about that yeah um <laughs> so so moses says the levites kill everyone even your brothers friends and neighbors and my, i just want to leave a question here for everyone who's listening is that what relationships or securities or comforts are you willing to sacrifice to remove the sin from your life like what are you willing to give up to move past the thing you've been struggling with dang yeah like, do you have to give up your smartphone and go back to a dumb phone just so you don't worry about getting on the internet? Dang. Or like, what contacts do you have to delete from your phone so you don't have to worry about booty calling that person oh. at 3 a.m.? Delete it, delete it. <laughs> or social media, or like, 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 what credit cards do you have to cut up so you don't have to worry about overspending? Yeah. What food do you have to give up so you stop being a glutton and stop overeating and stop like being overweight and that kind of stuff like whatever it is you Mm. fill in the blank for those Mm. kinds of things what are you willing to sacrifice because again some of the levites were brothers of other people in the other tribes that's why it says kill even your brothers friends and neighbors like what are you willing to sacrifice to step up to that next level where god wants you to be Mm -hmm. right and lastly so it says verse 35 the lord struck the people with a plague because of what they did with the calf aaron had made and what I want to focus on real quick on this is that, you know, so it's what they did with a calf that Aaron had made. And this goes back to what we were talking about with leadership and not pleasing people and all this stuff. But um, really from this is that, you know, sin just creates cycles of other sin, mm. right? You would do a one little tiny lie and then all of a sudden now you're lying about every single thing to cover up that one little lie that you have gone through. Mm. Or you, uh, <laughs> what, Matt? I've been there before. I think we all have. So, right, because Aaron made it, the people worshipped it, and then Aaron blamed the people for it, and then the people blamed Aaron for doing it. So it just creates this cycle of the blame and lying and trying to cover things up. And so it just only, like, it's a self, it's a just a um, self-revolving, I don't know what the word to describe it as, it's a, um, it just turns on itself, right? It just keeps repeating. The cycle just keeps repeating and repeating, and that's where the enemy wants you is that he doesn't have to worry about you for your entire life because if he can get you in one little spot, he'll set up a trap for you knowing what you're going to go back to. And then you'll just keep on going. You'll just keep yourself cycle. running in a circle in a cycle. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and it's also interesting too. I think there's a little bit on this that, mm-hmm. you know, 
God struck them with the plague from this calf because if we go back to Exodus 9, Exodus 9 talks about how God uh, told Moses, or God sent a plague on the livestock in the field. So it's almost like this, you know, that the Israelites are now facing the same consequences that the Egyptians were facing because of what they were doing. And so it's like, you know, you're not exempt from it and you know, God has now kind of brought the same plague on the Israelites that he gave to the Egyptians. And he's like, you're not exempt. Like just in the same way that like it happened to them, you can fall into the same trap and go through the same thing. So like take examples from others as well. Like Mm -hmm. learn from others' mistakes. Good leaders do the same thing. Yes. You know? And no, no. Sorry, go ahead. My bad, man. I was reading also, like, what do you guys think about this part? And I think it goes to leadership on, on, uh, I guess it starts on 37 on, well, Exodus chapter 32, verse 37. It says, but now, this is Moses, but now if you will only forgive their sin, but if not, erase my name from the record you have written. Ooh. And then is that Moses trying to be like, okay, like forgive the sin. And if like you won't, then like, I don't want to be part of it either. Or I'm kind of confused because then it says, but the Lord replied to Moses, no, I will erase the name of everyone who has, who has sinned against me. Um, yeah. <laughs> Where you at? What verse was that? 37 and 37. Am I? Is it 37? Chapter 32, yeah. verses 30. I mean, my bad, 32. Over oh, 32, okay. I was yeah. like, there's no I'm tripping, my bad. 32, guys. Have y'all keeping up? Yeah. No, please for my I mean, the book that God has written is the book of life, right? Our name yeah, is written if we guessing. believe in him, but... I don't know. I think it's Moses, because right before this, he's saying, you know... Um, he's pleading with God, like, don't kill them. Remember the promise that... I think it's right before this, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, you know, remember your promises that you made. Basically, Moses is like, you know, God, like you're a forgiving God because you have forgiven me for all the stuff I've messed up on. Like if, like, if you can't forgive their sin, then like I shouldn't deserve to be in your book either because I messed up as well. Mm, That's good. And that's, I think this is actually a really good point, Matt, because now Moses is being a a better leader by saying, you know what? Like, I'm not a better person than they are because I've messed up too. So I know they messed up, God, but you're a, you're a forgiving God. You're a good God. Like, if you can't forgive them for their sins, then I shouldn't be forgiven for my sins either. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So I think that's what that's saying, trying to say there. Good clarification. Because that's what I thought I I just, it meant. And then, head. but I was like kind of confused with some of the words. I was like, what is this? But yeah, it makes sense. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Come over here. Like I, I think that's pretty that's pretty powerful. It like, is because um essentially there like Moses he had like an honest assessment with himself and with God. Mm-hmm. And an analysis like and I think that's good, like that's a really important key factor for a lot of leaders. Because when I start to think about it, like David, you know, he obviously when he committed sin with, you know, the Bathsheba, right? And then he tried to cover it up by like having her husband get killed and like pretending to like I forgot the prophet who told him, like, hey, like, you remember, like, you try to cover it up. Yeah, you try to cover it up, but God knows, you know, what you did. And he had a, David had to come to a realization where he had to have an honest assessment yeah. to make him feel like, to make him at the, at the end of this, like, hey, I'm not exempt from this either just because I'm called 
and just because I'm anointed, I'm not I'm not exempt from yeah. And the same thing with Peter. When Peter, you know, denied Jesus three times, he had a, had an honest assessment too with himself. And I think yeah. there's a lot of power and a lot of you know like healing from that when when elite when you're going like a leader like obviously when we look at two leaders like we look at them like role models and stuff like that but leaders are humans too definitely leaders are people who mess up from time to time they have struggles and like i want people to know that just because you're you're struggling with like with something don't feel like you can't have an honest assessment with god because you need that you need that honest assessment so god can work in those areas definitely and then i think that shows just how great of a leader you are then because if someone you know, just like me, if someone who I dealt with, like, I still like deal with less and all that stuff. Yeah. If I can see someone who's, who's being called by God, who's walking with Jesus and who's actually trying to be a build a kingdom builder and not a people pleaser yeah. and actually doing what God's calling them to do. I can look at him and say, if God is like, it's the same thing. Like if God's using someone like that and he is honest with God and about his stuff that he's struggling with and he's still working with, like, you know, still doing the things that God's calling him, then he can do the same thing with me too. Yeah. And that gives me hope and that should give people hope to that that honest assessment is important definitely that's really good because aaron was doing the opposite right he was shifting the blame to other people instead of himself and being honest with himself and and then the other people were too people didn't make the calf right aaron made the calf yeah and then you see how the way he tried to explain it you know how these people are he's like no no he's like oh you know we, we put the the people wanted to burn stuff right He's like the people wanted to burn the jewelry, and then out came a calf. Yeah, like, yeah it just happened. Hold me, like, wait a second. I, <laughs> yeah. You, you were the one that made the calf. Like a calf didn't just appear. Yeah, dang. Yeah, said, because earlier it said he fashioned it with a tool, meaning he took he knew exactly he knew what he was what, making. He know he knows what a calf dang. looks like. Dang, that's another point. Oh my God. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. All right, I'm. Are you guys good? Because I think we're gonna end it there. Because that's think we're good. <laughs> chew on that, people. Yeah, chew we're on still that for a little bit. On it. Yeah, yes, we are. Um, yeah. So you know, I mean, at the end of all of this, be not only like be a leader who follows God, but don't follow a leader who's not following God. Yeah. I'm serious. Like, if there's someone you you're following, you're like, hmm, not really sure about their actions here. Don't follow them. And that's my point of view is like, I never want to follow somebody who's not following God because I want to be able to trust their decisions yeah. and know that they are like coming from God with whatever they're doing. Definitely. Pastors or business people or whatever it can be. So Be Joshua. Be, yeah. Joshua. Exactly. Be, and to be a leader as well, like be under someone. Like that's why Joshua was so great was because he yes. submitted to yeah. Moses and... Same with David. And even David's like mentor in a way wasn't the greatest. No. No, you mean Saul? Yes. And well, Elijah. The one well, before him. Well, Saul was trying to kill David, too. Yeah. So, I mean, not many of us have leaders who are trying to kill us oh, and throw spears just, at our head. Did I just hit it off? Um, no, I, no, we're still going. Okay, okay. You just did something. It's like highlighted. Y'all, we're still recording. We're still good. I will see you at the end of this. <laughs> it's all good. All right, everybody. We're going to end it with that because that was a lot to take in. Uh, just leadership and... All idols and all that kind of stuff. So, but before we end, we're going to end with a prayer for salvation for anybody who wants to uh, give their lives to Christ for the first time or who may be re- rededicating themselves. So, I uh, know because it's still going. I can still see the as I'm talking. Yeah, you're good. Right. <laughs> Matt, do a quick little test, real quick, in the mic. Testing one, two, three. Yeah, it looks all right. I mean, we'll whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but yeah, for anybody who wants to make that decision, we're going to say a prayer and you guys can say along with us, 
And uh, again, this is just an important decision. So this is why we do it at the end of every, every episode. So I'm going to say this and y'all repeat with me. So, dear Jesus, dear Jesus, thank you for this life you gave me. Thank you for this life you gave me. Today I choose to follow you. Today I choose to follow you. And today I put my trust in you. Today I put my trust in you. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you are the Son of God. And that you came for me. That you came for me. You died for me. You died for me. And you rose again. You rose again. Just for me. Just for me. Today, Today is my new beginning. My new beginning. In, Jesus name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. If you guys just made that decision for the first time, we're celebrating with you. You have made the best decision of your life. And as always, we want to hear from you. So send us an email at connection.podcast3 at gmail.com. Or hit us up in the DMs at Connection Podcast on Instagram. Yep. Let us know what you guys are feeling from these episodes or anything you want us to talk about. Uh, Share us in your stories, tag us, all that good stuff. But as always, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We hope you all have a fantastic week and we love you all. Peace out.